Let me just tell you a little bit about me so you know why I'm here and why would I do what I do. I live just north of Nashville, Tennessee. Um, my husband and I have eight children and six grandchildren. And in 1995, I was a patient in a mental hospital. So welcome to the and that, my friends, is my story heard round the world by thousands of people when I speak at live events. And to those who might say I'm too flip about mental illness, I would say it's my story and that's how I tell it, right? I am not ashamed. So welcome to the very first episode ever of the Consider Yourself Hugged podcast. I am Dr. Tammy West, and I'll be here every week to teach you lessons from my journey about how to confidently make positive choices in this life we've been given especially when it throws you challenges. So on with our first episode and today's hug. And yes, I intend to call each episode today's hug because I think it's cute, even if it's cheesy. So today's hug will be three tips to using our journeys. It's kind of interesting that today is recording day for episode one for two reasons. The first is that it's been on a calendar for quite a while and lo and behold, I wake up today and I have this cold. And the second reason is If you follow me on Facebook, you might know that life has been a little bit full for us for a few months. My sister-in-law and her family of six are living with us. Um, Her mother and her sister and her boyfriend actually have been here for visits. And my three biological children who live across the country have been in and out. So space is kind of limited. I'm recording in what used to be a very small office, perfect for acoustics and recording like this. But now it's kind of like temporary housing. So I'm literally sitting on the edge of a bed with my microphone and computer on this little end table in between this bed and a second bed. Um, If you want to see the setup, I actually posted a picture on Facebook on recording day on January 22nd. My point is this, don't put off important things in your life because of overcomable obstacles. I don't think that's a word, but it totally should be. What I mean is, is this. Maybe you're joining today because you have a very specific issue in your life that you need help with. Or maybe you have more bad emotional and mental well-being days than you'd like. Maybe you need to see a doctor, but you're afraid to. Or maybe you actually have a diagnosis like me, like anxiety or depression. Start today. You know, don't don't put things off for obstacles that you can overcome in the present. So, I mean, I could have said, you know, I have a cold today, I don't want to record, or I need to wait until I have a desk and a good setup, but I don't want to wait. So commit today to addressing whatever that is. And I don't mean go to your family and say, hey, I listened to this podcast. You guys are driving me crazy. I'm moving to China. I don't mean that. But just commit to your emotional and your mental well-being. Commit time, invest time in your learning, invest time into your own thoughts, invest money, invest whatever it takes. But today is the day to start. So I hope that makes sense. Um, I want to condense my journey first. So I want you before we do our three tips, I'm going to condense my journey for you because you need to trust me, you need to know why I'm here and, and why I talk about what I talk about. But I also want you to think about your own journeys. Now, if you've ever seen me speak before, you might know that I'm kind of a time maniac, both on the giving and the receiving end. So, I mean, if like if you tell me I'm going to go to an event or a seminar and it's going to be an hour, I kind of expect it to be an hour. But on the flip side, if I tell you that I'm going to deliver some content in an hour, then I'm going to respect that and be an hour. 
And I, I want you to know that the content here early in the podcast, I want it to be under 20 minutes. Now, as the podcast grows, I, I assume that that will get longer. I'll probably do interviews and things like that. But for now, I want our content to be under 20 minutes. Um, so we should be good for that on today. Sometimes I set timers if I feel like I could go on and on about something. And I think when it comes to our journeys, we could tend to go on and on. So I am opening up my phone and I am opening up my timer and I am setting a timer for three minutes. I'm going to condense everything in three minutes because I want you to know, I mean, you've given up part of your day to spend with me. And, and I want you to know that I honor that and I want to respect your time. So start, here is my basic story in three minutes. I grew up with more difficulties than some kids, less than others. My parents were not happily married. There was fighting, sometimes it was physical. My mom had what used to be called, if you're about my age, like in your 50s, you might remember this term, nervous breakdowns. She had multiple nervous breakdowns when I was a child. She struggled with mental illness her entire life. When I was 10 and my sister was 11, my dad left. And that's really when my mom kind of, she really took a nosedive like in the mental world. Um, sometimes I, I say that she sort of became a non-person. So she stopped caring for herself, for my sister and me, for our home. She became a hoarder. And if you've watched that show, you know it's not about just collecting little figurines. We had the health department called on us. She formed what I have started calling this little triangle of despair because it was the three of us. It was my mom, it was my sister, and it was me. And so in this little triangle of despair, we were led to believe that that was the only safe place. It was kind of us against the world. And I believed that everything outside of our triangle was not safe. So the panickings and anxiety set in. Those of you that have any struggles at all with, with worry or panic, you know that nighttime is, ugh, is awful. So every night the sun would set, I would start hyperventilating. I would be filled with terror. I thought I was dying. I convinced my mother that it was her fault because she didn't take me to the right doctor. It was a pretty rotten time in my life. That like severe panic lasted for several years and then it morphed into this desire to be perfect, you know, because we were so bleh in the neighborhood and outcast that I just wanted to fit in. You know what I mean? I wanted to be perfect. I wanted people to think I was normal. That's what set off my anxiety and panic as if I wasn't perfect. I got married. I had three wonderful children. Um, let's see. In 1995... After a difficult student teaching experience where I was, ooh, less than perfect, that's when I was hospitalized with panic, depression, PTSD, and major anxiety. I divorced in 99. I married my husband, Tim, in 2003. He has one child, and he adopted his sisters, four of his sisters' children, and I have three biological, so that's where the eight comes in. I taught high school until 2005, and then I left to write and speak. My timer's almost done. I finished my PhD in 2013, and I've written several books primarily targeted at stress and anxiety and being productive. So that is my world in under three minutes. Whew. 
I'm going to cancel the timer because I actually had five seconds left. All right, there we go. So I encourage you to think about your stories, the good and the bad. And we'll delve over the course of this podcast, we'll delve deeper into the different components. Well, there you go. I guess I had longer than I thought. I could have told you so much more in those extra 15 seconds. That's my story. That's my journey. That's my past. Now, on to the tips. What can we learn? What can we, learn? What can we take away? Three things I want to get through today. So here's my first tip. Recognize the reasons behind your journey. When I left uh, teaching to be a speaker, one of the first things that I did was to do some contract training work for two large seminar companies um, across the country and across the world. One of them was called Skillpath. And I remember in 2006, I, I applied and they asked me to come audition. The day before the audition, my husband Tim was having chest pains and they told him he needed to have an arteriogram on the day of the audition. And he said to me, listen, I'm fine. If you don't go ahead and go do your audition, I'm not going to do the arteriogram, which is exactly what happened. I did the audition, but looking back on it, I'm like, that was really dumb. Why did I agree to that? But I did. He was very persuasive. So I did the audition and, and I did wind up speaking for them, but I didn't feel good about the audition. So afterward, I said to Bob, he was the man who evaluated me. I said, listen, my husband is having an arteriogram like right now and I don't feel like I was very prepared so I'm sorry I just didn't feel prepared I don't mean to make excuses and he said something so powerful to me really simple but powerful he said you you gave me a reason not an excuse and I was like oh as I thought about that and you know I realized the difference a reason for something like that is saying, okay, I didn't do as well as I wanted today. I want to do better. The reason is this was this crisis. An excuse would be, eh, it's not my fault. Nothing I can do about it. Do you kind of hear how it sounds different? So when I say number one, recognize the reasons behind your journey. They're not excuses. We're not going to use them to excuse our, our mental and emotional Uh, patterns that we've developed that we don't like but there are reasons research shows us there are three again we'll do more on this as we go through our time together in the podcast but for today let me just go ahead and tell you what those are the first like reason behind your journey what I mean is your journey with your emotions and your mental health the first reason is your genetics you do inherit genes from your parents that influence some of the chemicals and the hormones that you have that influence your behavior. So that's number one. Number two are the things that have happened in your life, the events that have happened, your childhood, your schooling, the finances, and even even today, the weather, your health, your family. It's all the stuff that happen, has happened to you in your life. That influences, right, the way you think, your mental well-being and your emotions. And the third one is your choices and all of these are both good and bad you know you have both good and bad genes probably in your parents you've had good and bad things that have happened to you and you've made good and bad choices but all of those are reasons behind your journey so that's the first tip just take some time to think that through and recognize it the second tip own your journey without shame 
Now, you might think that when I say your journey and then I talk about shame that I would be referring to uh, people like me, someone who's been in a mental hospital or maybe someone who has addiction or someone who's been in jail or uh, someone who just really has a, a lot of difficult, maybe it was childhood abuse, whatever it is. And I do mean that. Like I think I told you in the beginning, I'm not ashamed of my journey. So I do mean that. But I also am speaking to those of you who may have had what some people called a fairy tale life. Maybe you grew up in a great home. Your your finances and your family were great. Everybody's always been healthy. You really haven't been through anything. What I'm about to say is so powerful. And part of it is what I studied when I wrote The Stress Club in 2013. It was, it was my PhD research. Sometimes people are afraid to talk about the good things in their life because if they do someone might say to them something like this phew must be nice to have had your life if I had your life I could have done blah 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 the most powerful phrase in my entire book okay it was from a woman in my study this is what she says quote it's like you're not validated if your suffering is not the same Do you hear how powerful that is? It's like you're not validated if your suffering is not the same. So when I say own your journey without shame, for those of you that have had a a pretty good life, you've had good things, there is no shame in that. So don't let people tell you that you don't know anything about life because you haven't been through what they've been through. Got it? All right, no shame. And number three, have emotional and mental well-being goals. So these can be short-term goals, which you should have. Maybe it's something like, I will pause and think before I explode with anger, which I think is a really good goal. Or I will have a conversation with my family about helping around the house. I think that's a really good goal too, because that can set off some emotional um, type outbursts when people don't help you. I also want to give you a common long-term goal for all of this. I'm going to say this kind of slow, and I'll say it a couple of times. I will put it in the show notes. I will probably tweet it because I think it's really powerful. A goal I hope you have as you listen to this podcast is the goal of emotional maturity. Now, there are, if you Google emotional maturity, there are lots of ways to look at it. I am going to tell you the Tammy West definition of emotional maturity. Here it is. Emotional maturity occurs when I renew my thoughts daily. I adopt empowering language that prevents verbal harm to myself and to others. And I make positive mental and emotional choices on a daily basis. Let me say it again. All right, one more time. Emotional maturity occurs when I renew my thoughts daily. I adopt empowering language that prevents verbal harm to myself and others. And I make positive mental and emotional choices on a daily basis. I hope that that goal speaks to you. I love that as a long-term goal. I am still on the journey. There are days when I'm like spot on and I got it. And there are days when I completely fail. But it's a good goal to have. That is our time for today. We started off, you learned a little bit about me and my journey. I hope that you processed your journey. And then we talked about the three tips from our journey. Number one being recognize the reasons 
behind the life that you've led. Number two, own that journey without shame. And number three, set mental and emotional well-being goals. I hope that you've learned something today. I'd love for you to book me to speak at your next event. Visit TammyWest.com for more information. Follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Information will be in the show notes. So if you're on my email list, you'll receive notification every single week. If you're listening on iTunes, I hope you'll subscribe, leave a comment, and download episodes because that really helps our visibility here and that will help us to grow. Also, if you do leave a comment, if you're here on iTunes, once a month, I will take those names and do a drawing for a $50 Amazon card. I hope before our next meeting, you will work on renewing those thoughts daily, adopting empowering language, and making positive mental and emotional choices on a daily basis. And until we're together again, consider yourself hugged.